Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. They'd been gathering for days, thousands of people standing in sewage, waiting behind barbed wire fences for the chance to escape Afghanistan to get away from the Taliban. And hours after the UK's armed forces minister warned of an imminent attack there, an explosion rocked the area. The US Pentagon confirmed the blast. It took place at one of the entry gates to the airport and appears to have been a suicide bomb. Good morning. Good morning. In the UK, the Prime Minister was in Northwood to meet some of those coordinating Britain's evacuation efforts out of Afghanistan. These guys are fielding calls into Afghanistan using um, communication network. There were calls out to people saying, you're on the list, you could be eligible uh, if if you want to leave. Boris Johnson says the country is doing everything it can. The, the Operation Op Pitting has, has brought airlifted 15,000 people uh, to this country from Afghanistan. Uh, there's been nothing like it in terms of speed and scale uh, in, our, in our lifetime, certainly in my, in my memory. Well, our defence editor Robert Fox is with me. Robert, have we lost control of the situation? Did we ever have control? I think we never had fully control. I think they're very worried about yet another thing coming in to make this terrible situation at the airport even worse. Yes, they know these guys are there. There are Al-Qaeda elements, but there are also ISIS-K, as it's called. And they both come from the same place, this remote area of Khorasan, where obviously they've been training and deploying. But it is yet another thing, another problem. And behind all this, of course, we're getting the very strong message. They're ready to fold their tents and go. The Canadians have stopped their pullout as we speak in the last hour or so. And I think they'll be gone by Monday. If the people who are trying to get out of Kabul leave the airport, where do they go? Well, they're obviously desperate from everything we're hearing from the people who are staying on the ground is saying this. and They they, they feel that they have to go into hiding because one thing that is absolutely clear, despite what Washington and London is saying, nobody trusts the Taliban. I wonder how much they're listening, though, to people like James Heapy and Ben Wallace, who are saying, head for the border, head for the border, which is very much a sort of Boris Johnson message. Understandable, but probably unwise, because the Pakistanis have got over two million Afghan refugees anyway. The main choke point seems to be at the Spin Baldak crossing, going into uh, Pakistan, Balochistan. That's a province uh, there. And they're setting up refugee camps. And I think there will be a very difficult regime uh, in there, be very rigid, the the refugee regime. And I think a lot of people are going to be exposed on the road, which is not a place to be found, not only for personal security, but of course, because of the dreadful ravages of the drought and the shortage of food. And it is very, very hot. Robert, can you tell me about ISIS-K? Because this is a name that's come up very recently over the last few days. Are they different to the ISIS that we all know? No, it's an offshoot. They are part of the original Islamic State and the thing that grew up in 2014 in Iraq. And this is the nature of these kind of extreme movements. They move around 
with a very, very mixed cast of personnel. So you will have Arabs amongst this. You will have Baluch nationalists. You will have people from the Caucasus. And this is the real danger. And this is where I am particularly critical of the kind of sell, as in selling job, that the uh, international, particularly the very well-known national intelligence agencies like MI6, but above all the CIA have done. It's been largely a bluff because the international terrorist and extremist organizations were never completely purged from Afghanistan. Whatever Mr. Biden or Mr. Johnson have tried to end, that is part of a problem and it's an enduring problem. So is this going to extend out of Afghanistan then? Or are we going to have a, another domestic terrorism issue? Absolutely, for sure. I have absolutely no doubt about that because there have been warnings already from MI5, from excellent academics who work for the Metropolitan Police Anti-Terror now in Cambridge. I'm looking at a very interesting, well-worked-out book called Western Jihadism by Jutta Clausen, a Dane teaching in the States, and she has tracked these things for 30 years. The beast is not going to change its spots. I was reading one of their websites in English only two days ago. Out of parts of Afghanistan, we believe in the international jihad. Come on. I am very, very leery, sceptical about the kind of cells we've been given about uh, Afghanistan over the years, and I've been going there since the late 1980s. And that's the leader. Check out standard.co.uk for more coverage of this story and follow the live blog for breaking news. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.